Well, what's up, Lemmy? What's up? How are you? What's up? Oh. Uh, what do you got? What are you chewing there? I'm chewing a hot dog. Oh, you are? I'm chewing okay. a hot dog. A movie theater hot dog. I'm going movie theater popcorn. Okay. Big bucket right here. Why are we uh, obsessed with movie food? I don't know. I feel like I'm talking quietly, too. You want to know why? Why? We're in Chicago. Yes. We're in the bowels of a movie theater right yes. now. Yes. And as we sit here recording this podcast, Super Troopers 2 is screening in the movie theater, in the room next door to us. Yes. There's like 400 people in there right now. Rabid Chicagoans. Listening and watching... Uh, and I don't want to interrupt with our our talk. Yeah. I don't want them to know we're doing this. Yeah. We don't interrupt the thing next door. I bet they can't hear us, though. You're right. They probably can't. I bet it's pretty loud in there. And uh, It's just a habit. I don't want to interfere with their viewing pleasure. Well, because there's also something, uh, just so people know, so we're in this hallway. Yeah. But it's like a secret hallway in the movie theater, but in it's the echoey. AMC. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's echoey here. Yeah. So it kind of feels like we're in a library and we should be whispering. Yeah. It feels like we're in like a, like a, like a hotel ballroom right now. Yeah. Just you and me, though. Just recording. Just the two of us. Um, but uh, by way of explanation, we are on the road and we apologize very much for last week. We missed last week's podcast um, because things have been incredibly busy. We, mm-hmm. we jumped on the road. We're going to walk you guys through everything we've been doing. But we uh, jumped on the road for our, our Super Troopers 2 promo tour started. We started the screenings, which has been so exciting. Yeah. We started the screenings last week. And so um, we had a really uh, uh, busy, we were in five cities in five days. And um, and now we're back on the road again. And uh, we just, we're going to run through all the cities we went through. And we'll run through some of the highlights. But yeah, uh, we apologize for missing last week. We're going to make up to you, uh, make it up to you this week by telling you all the things we've been doing. Yeah. And it's, uh, there's a lot of fun shit that's been going on. So much fun. Um, so much fun. Let's been... take care of a little business first. All right, let's do our business. Let's, um, before we get going, we got to plug some of these shows, right? We uh, have some shows coming up in May. Uh, right when this tour's over, when the movie premieres, we're going back on the road for a quick weekend in yeah. May. Mm-hmm. So let's just hit it because the tickets aren't on sale and you guys should go get them because they're going fast. Uh, we're going to do a little swing uh, up in uh, the Midwest near where we are now. Uh, we're going to go to Green Bay. Green Bay, May 3rd, will be the Green Bay Distillery. Mm-hmm. Um, two shows, I think seven and nine thirty, and uh, here's a fun spot, the Green Bay Distillery. Yeah, it's gonna be rowdy. If, if it's anything like our other uh, dis- brewery shows, distillery shows, it's gonna be rowdy. Yeah. So those those um, tickets are on sale May third, May third in Green Bay. Go to heffernandlemmy dot com, mm-hmm. and uh, the links are there. You can get the tickets there. Uh, the next night we will be in Davenport, Iowa, at the Rhythm City Casino, um, and uh, that's May fourth. May the 4th be May with the 4th you. be with you, yes. Yeah, May the 4th be with you. Davenport, Iowa. We'll be at the Rhythm City Casino. Uh, again, heffernandlemmy.com for tickets. And then the next night, we'll be in Dubuque, Iowa at the Q Casino. Q as in quality. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. And, um, as in queen. Yeah. And so, uh, again, uh, I think there's two shows at that one, too. Uh, maybe six and a nine six or six and a nine thirty nine. or something yeah. like that. So, um, six and nine. So come out and see us uh, in Dubuque on Saturday night, May 5th. Um, again, tickets, heffernandlemmy.com. Those are the three shows that are coming up. We got some more in June. We'll be back up. Uh, we'll be back at Comedy Works in Denver. We're going to be uh, at Parlor Live up in Seattle. But we'll uh, those tickets aren't on sale yet. We'll we'll announce them when they are. But um, Green Bay, 
Davenport Dubuque. It's going to be awesome. That, those are going to be our first shows since uh, after the release of Super Troopers 2. So we'll you be can come up to, So we'll be fat. We will be fat. After this tour. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we may still have our mustaches. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. The, these things come off pretty quickly when uh, we're not required to but have But I'm, I'm enjoying my mustache I love right my now. mustache. I'm having a right time with it. I like, I, like, I feel like I'm learning about my mustache now. Oh. Well, because this is, oh. we're approaching like the longest period of time I've ever had a mustache. Is that right? I, I've got to think I'm up like two and a half months now. I guess, but when we shot Super Troopers, I mean, well, no, Super I'm, Troopers, I did two months. I, I would do three weeks leading up to Super Troopers, and right. it was like another, it was like two months total. Yeah, two months total, and now I'm at mm, almost two months total. Okay, so I'm enjoying it though, but my kids certainly don't like it. My kids don't like. It. My wife doesn't like it. Yeah, nobody likes getting kissed by mustache, but America likes it. So fuck them. I'm, I'm always fascinated uh, when you meet, uh, like, with the women who are like. No, I like a mustache. Yeah. I like getting kissed by a mustache. Sure. They're like a hairy mustache. I mean, you know, it's also funny meeting people now, and there are people I've met over the last two months who are like, I don't know you without a mustache. Yeah. You know? There's so. also, also something strange because, like, you know, there's a whole phenomenon of, like, when you take, when you shave your mustache, you look fucking weird. Yeah. To yourself oh, and yeah. to other people. You get a big, like, big lip, one of those big monkey mouth lips. Yeah, it's like, you're, you're like a big lion. You look like Curious lip. George. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it grew, like your mustache uh, cultivated some more space right. on your upper lip. Sure. Uh, like I'm looking at old photos of me that like are classic photos of me where I'm sure. like, hey, I look good classic in that picture. Classic Lenny photos. Yeah. Right. And now I'm like, God, I look fucking weird in those photos. I used to look great in I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all right. I'll get, we'll get past I'll it. I'll get over it. Uh, what else we got? We got any more business? We got business? We got a little business. Oh, let's do it. We've got, uh, we've got some sponsors of today's podcast mm. chewing it. And uh, they are some We've old... been delinquent to them, too, by missing a week, haven't we? You know what? It, it was actually uh, serendipitous. Last week, we weren't scheduled to have any sponsors. Oh. Is that why we didn't do it? Now we're, we're driven by corporate uh, interests? Is that what's we're, going we're on capitalists. here? capitalists. We're capitalists. The no. chewing it podcast no. leaves Nerdist, and now we're in, interested in corporations? No. We just like quality items. Oh, good. Okay. Speaking of them. Speaking of those such items. Movement. Oh, yeah. Movement. Now, our friends at Movement, the last two times we've, uh, we've talked about Movement, we've talked about their watches. Yeah. But now, we're going to talk about their sunglasses. Wait, they got other stuff? They got sunglasses. You, you know it. So, we ordered, we ordered sunglasses from them. Yeah. I got the, uh, the Runaway, which is like mm. your straight-up aviator. Okay. Right. Uh, like a black aviator glass. Because I cause love it. It's coppish. I know. They treat you well. Yeah. And what you, oh, you got what? The Renegade? The Renegade. Yeah. That's a, a tougher. That's a more Kevin Heffern and more far. Yeah, no, I, I, I have a big fat head, so I need a big sunglass. Yeah. Like I can't get those little thin ones or like those little like the ones that pinch your nose. You know what I mean? I can't these do are, those. No, these are, these are like. Uh, There's too much head real estate here. Yeah, no, these are, this is quality. This, this is a, you, you went for a durable, yeah. but fashionable. Sure, because I break sunglasses. Yeah, no, you sit on sunglasses. I sit on them, I put them in my pocket, I bend, I bend over, they snap, and you know, that kind of shit. Yeah, so anyway, so spring's right around the corner. Movement is dropping new sunglasses to get everybody ready for the warm weather. And like all of their, uh, like the watches themselves, yeah. these are awesome, fashionable um, accessories done at an affordable price. So like affordable. While, while most sunglasses cost like $200 a pair and then you sit on them. Yeah, I know. These cost $70 a pair. $75 a pair. So I can sit on them, is that what you're saying? You can sit on like three <laughs> pairs before you uh, you spend $200 well, okay. on these. Uh, they aren't plastic. They're made of acetate and you can get them polarized. Uh-huh. And uh, these are these are the shades. These are your shades of, of the future. So we love we love ours. I love mine. Okay. Uh, I, I brought mine with me on this uh, on this road trip. And I've been wearing them. Um, for the True Crew people, get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to movement.com. Now, that's M-V-M-T. Just a kind of abbreviated version. Dot right? com. M-V-M-T.com. M-V-M-T.com. Okay. Slash chew. C-H-E-W. C-H-E-W. 
mvmt.com slash chew. Get 15% off and enjoy. Join the movement. Okay. While you're getting ready for the, uh, for the summer, yeah. you do need to eat still. Listen to that. You can hear the movie playing in the background. I know. Not our a, movie. There's a different movie. There's something really loud. What do you think yeah. that is over there? Like, I don't know. It's like Godzilla or something. like a King Kong. Yeah, it's so fucking There's loud. an action movie. Jurassic World. You know what would go great with an action movie right what? now? What? Tell me. Is uh, some food delivered by Blue Apron. Oh, yeah. The good people at Blue Apron. Yes, the leading meal kit delivery service in the United States. You and I have done it. Uh, it's, you know, you can get short rib burgers, hoppy cheddar sauce on a pretzel bun. We know how much Kevin mm, Heffernan loves. Love the pretzel the bun. The pretzel bun. Seared steaks and, and thyme pan sauce with mashed potatoes. That's my personal favorite because mm-hmm. I love steak with thyme. And I like to take time. I like having time to eat my steak. Uh, and you can, you know, they, they give you the recipe, they give you the, 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 the food, and they give you, uh, you can love. your meal in under 45 minutes for the entire family if you want. So, number one, fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Blue Apron aims to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. You can do a per- two-person meal plan, family meal plan, or even a wine plan where you get six bottles of wine Hello. from renowned winemakers delivered monthly. Wine, huh? Okay, wine. I didn't know that. You like wine, right? Sure, I like a, a glass of wine with my meal. Anyway, so Blue Apron is treating our podcast listeners, chewing it with Kevin and Steve, to $30 off their first order if you visit blueapron.com slash chewinit, C-H-E-W-I-N-I-T. $30 off at blueapron.com slash chewinit. Mm. Blue Apron, it's a better way to cook. Great. Last but not least, our friends at stamps.com. Oh, stamps.com. So like I always like to say, it's very easy. Like if you have a, go to a bank, you have a banking app on your phone, stamps.com is the version of that for the, the, the post office, for the, the postal service. And, um, you know, like us, like you and I, we're busy, we're on the road, we're traveling. If you need to mail something... And you didn't know, like we're in Chicago right now, you don't know where to go to get a stamp. Sure, you don't. But you could get stamps.com, you could print it out of the business center of your hotel or in your home office, wherever wow. you are, it's convenient, you get stamps, wow. you get postage. They have a digital scale, which I goddamn love. I can sell a post, send a postcard from Chicago to my family? Want to? Yeah. Let's do it tonight. All right. Let's do it tonight. All right. Um, yeah, you can buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package using your own computer and printer. Uh, the mail carrier will pick it up for you. So go to stamps.com mm. right now. Mm-hmm. Use Chew. For this special order, you this includes up to $55 of free postage, a digital scale, and a four-week trial. So go to stamps.com. Before you do anything else, you click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage mm-hmm. and type in CHEW. That's stamps.com. Enter CHEW. CHEW. All right. Save yourself some time going to the post office if you're in a pinch. Okay. Stamps.com. Thank you. Stamps.com. All right. Is that our business? That's our business. Our business gets longer every week. That's, I guess we're in demand, aren't we? Well, we've got a lot of things going on We here, do. Kevin. A lot going on. A lot man. of things going on here, and it's, it's a good thing. Um, but the big thing going on is our tour started, yes. which is really exciting. Um, the five of us, all the lizards, me, yeah. you, Paul, Eric, Jay, on the road together, just like the good old days. Yeah. It's been a while. But uh, we've been going city to city, having fun. And uh, those guys are off doing some other promotional stuff right now. Jay's shooting the puck over the Blackhawks game right now. Yeah. He's doing one of those put the puck through the hole things at the Blackhawks game. Yeah, he's a hometown boy. And he's wearing his uniform. He's wearing his Super Troopers uniform as he does it. Which yeah. I love to see that. The, the funny thing is about Shander Sekar, like, you know, we, uh, we'll get to it, but. Yeah. You, you know, something, he's, I know that Jay likes to uh, pretend he's very athletic. Yeah. You know, he claims to be the fastest person in America. I've sure, seen him in a couple of foot races. Right. And, uh, he, you know, he, we had him on our softball team for a while, and, and I think we cut him from the yeah, team because he yeah. mm-hmm. he's like a giraffe. Like, his knees knock together when he runs, and he's, 
he's just a big old wank. Sure. Um, but so, you know, and uh, we'll talk about what happened when he threw out the first pitch. Yeah. yeah the we'll Diamondbacks game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so he's going to go. He's, he's claiming he's going to do a slap shot at this oh, hockey game. Now, this is a finesse shot. This is put the puck in a little shot sure. in the middle of the net. Sure. If he takes a slap shot, it has to be impressive for it to be anything, or otherwise it's going to be embarrassing. Here's what I predict. Yeah. He, he's got his little shoes on. He's in his Super Troopers uniform. Yeah. He gets on the ice, and he fucking wipes out. Okay. Wouldn't that be great? It would be great. I will tell you this. <laughs> they provide you with... I know it, but still. I, listen, what I would like, because knowing Jay, he's traction. a little forgetful. Maybe he'll forget to put it on. A little traction? Or he'll think he doesn't need it because he's sure. wearing special shoes. Sure, I don't need that. Oh, yeah. Whoa. The other thing I think is going to happen is when he winds up to take a slap shot, I think he's going to miss the puck. Oh, okay. okay. I don't think he's got it in him to hit that puck. <laughs> All right. It's going to be on, it's gonna be on uh, the Internet, so people should go look. Yeah, yeah. We might be wrong. He might have like a wicked awesome, awesome slap shot that goes right in the fucking five hole. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? I think that would be great. It would be. It would be good for the movie. I'm rooting for him. If he drained it, that shit would go viral. All right. Search for that, Chew Crew. You'll find it on the, on the intranet. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so the five of us are out here, and uh, Lemmy and I snuck away to do a little, little podcast. I'll say this, Kev. Yeah. I'll say this. The, the, the great thing about being on tour yeah. is that this is finally when things are fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, not that we're not having fun all the other time, but it's like when you're shooting the movie, there's the stress of making each day. Yeah. There's, uh, you know, there's always, you know, money problems. There's always, there's always an issue. And yeah. then you're, you're editing, there's an issue. And then there's anticipation. There's a, and then I you, mean, we've been dying to show people this movie for forever, for 10 years or yeah. the fuck it is. But then it's like the movie's finished in 2017. They're like, right. we're going to release it 10 months from now. And you're like, ah, oh, motherfucker, it's so right. far away. But when you, you, you get on tour... All like the creative disagreements, any tensions we might have had as a group, any stress that, that you're feeling, all washes away. Here's the caveat I'll throw in there, though. Yeah. As long as the movie's good. Well, that's the real <laughs> issue. That's the real issue. The movie can open and bomb, right. and then I'll be suffering again. But, but right I'm saying now, like even the screenings, like if you were showing these screenings to these people and they weren't receiving it well, you'd be bummed out. But the reception has been fucking awesome. Reception's been it's awesome. It's been unbelievable. Like last night... I hate, I hate to say this. Okay. I hate do you hate this. to say it or do you? I do because I didn't like when this guy did this. Okay. But we were in oh, Minneapolis yeah. and a guy from the crowd was like, I think it's better than the first one. And he turns to the crowd. He's like, can I see a show of hands? Yeah. Who else thinks this is better? I don't know who the guy was. Yeah. Can I see a show of hands? Who else thinks this is better than the first one? And a lot of people put their hands up. Yeah. Which was very flattering and uncomfortable. Yeah. But I think a lot of people have said that to us that they, well, I mean, Whatever it's a little more polished than the first one. Certainly, know we do more. We spend more money on it. So the the, the honest truth, is it funnier. The honest truth is, I I don't care as long as it's as good as the first yes. one. Yes, you know, like I love them both equally, and yeah. um, I think it's a hard thing to say to somebody. You know, people the people who are Super Troopers fans have been watching that movie for a long time now. Yeah, and they've seen it repeatedly, and those that movie is ingrained in their brains. And so to say, like this one I just saw for the first time is better than that. Yeah, is, that's you know we shouldn't even talk about it. It's a let's just stop. Let's just stop. Even that's not even talk about it. Okay, Kevin. That, I was just riffing it. with you, bro. I know. I know. Uh, it makes you uncomfortable. Um, no, but but this is but the, for me this is the time when like as Broken Lizard we come together we have a good time yeah we're, like we're just we're hanging out with each other having beers we're doing chugs against uh, we're meeting all these Indiegogo backers which yeah. is so really fantastic. amazing yeah and uh, you know as as time goes on and, and it just every day it's like it gets it sinks in more and more these Indiegogo backers they made this movie and we are connecting with them at all these events we're meeting all these yeah, it's people. great. It's great to meet the people who helped to make this movie. Yeah, so no thank question. you, True Crew members. We've met a lot of True Crew, too. Thank Tons you, True crew. crew. It's just, I love it. It's been great. It's, it's sure. I'm with you. No, Where have we been, Kev? 
Well, it's a thing. Let's let's run it down because people we we've been we've been neglectful of the chew crew. Let's run down some of the shit we've done since we last talked to them. The last time we the last time we met, yeah. I was pissing on your foot. That's the last <sighs> time we met. Oh, gosh, it, do you still feel it? Is it? Yeah, it still tingles. <laughs> it still t- it's like a burn. It burns really. I know. It's I'm like sorry. The, it's like you know those movies like uh, what's like. Creep show when like Stephen King like he touched the meteor and like his right turn he green. turns into kudzu yeah, yeah or even yeah. like Shape of Water when the dude's fingers are reattached and they keep rotting yeah right that's what's happening in my foot right now like <laughs> but I won't tell anybody but every now and then I'll like I'll I'll peek down and like I scratch it sure it's getting worse because I won't go to the doctor you know what's also funny is that we've been doing a lot of press recently and um, so people who aren't familiar with the Chew Crew uh, interviewers and whatnot they'll go to try to familiarize themselves with it yeah and they'll look at the last episode you did and then. <laughs> Last episode we did is be pissing on your foot, which is uh, disgusting and unusual, and probably you know not necessarily par for the course for a lot of our conversations that we have in the Chukru and the guests that we have. But yeah. that's how a lot of people are seeing it. It's like, oh, you guys piss on each other. That's yeah. what your podcast is about. Well, because it's funny because you know we are uh, going out with 20th Century Fox and Fox Searchlight, and so yeah. the people that hook us up with. Are not dingbats like they, we're like we're doing real things here. Like we're going to be on Good Morning America. We're going right. to do so. Anybody, I mean. Potentially, Michael Strahan could uh, look at you and, and watch you piss it on my foot. Would that make you happy? Yeah, sure. I think it would make me very happy if Michael Strahan did. Yeah. So we've been to – so when last spoke, we had been to already – we'd done a live show at Vancouver and yeah, we'd done and WWE, WWE yeah. in Indianapolis. And so then, then – Yeah, right after that, uh, we were the Grand Marshals mm-hmm. at the NASCAR race, the Auto Club Speedway 400 yeah. uh, in uh, Fontana, California, right? Yeah. And uh, they – Invited us to come and be the Grand Marshals. So it was that week right after I pissed on your foot. Yeah. That Sunday, yeah, we went down there. Uh, local, it's a local kind of thing. We're not yeah. too far of a drive, a couple hours down there, and um, it was a blast. Like they rolled out the red carpet for us, and I had never been to a NASCAR race yeah. before. I don't think you. I've been. I've been to one. Okay, been you one. had. Yeah. And uh, it's a whole different world that I'm not that familiar with. And uh, took my son with me, and uh, we had the greatest time. Like all of us, we got in uniform, and we went out and we did. We met all the drivers, and mm-hmm. we did, we did one of the drivers' podcasts. Yeah, uh, there were other celebrities there that we met. Yeah, well, uh, we we met a lot of uh, uh, military people, personnel. Yep. And we met all kinds of celebrities, like like we met the guys from Vanderpump Rules. That's right, <laughs> right. Uh, you become Tom fast Tom. friends with. Since yeah, we're then. buddies now. We're buddies yeah. now. Well, because that's the that's the show I watch. You know, right. like my with, wife always watches wife. Bravo, and then like Yo, Stevie, put on Vanderpump Rules. Yo, we watch Vanderpump Rules tonight. What, motherfucker? <laughs> but like when Vanderpump Rules is on, that's the one I'm like, oh, wow, we're watching more Bravo, huh? I'm like, okay. what? Oh, it's Vanderpump Rules. Let me just check this out. What are they up to now? I, you know, I I have never watched it. But now I hear a lot of people talk about it. Yeah. I feel like I got to watch it now. Vanderpump Rules. That's and now I've met the guys, and they're they're nice guys. You met the guys, super and, nice. and they came, they came to, to the screening. They came to the screening, and we yeah. went out with them afterwards. Um, we uh, uh, but you met those guys at the NASCAR race, and uh, we also met the guys from Migos. That's right. I had some great pictures with those guys. Yeah, because we we also so we one of the things the Grand Marshals is you get to do the pace car for yeah. the first two laps of the race. Yeah, and Migos was in the pace car right next to me. Right, and so we were side by side with them, like you know, and they were awesome. Like they were fans, and they were sure. like. They were pretending they were smoking weed, and we were going to pull them over. And, uh, so good, um, but we yeah. So we went uh, back into the kind of the pit areas and whatever, and the and the driver areas. And we met all those guys, and we met all the crews, and uh, and then we went out uh, onto the track, 
And uh, we were involved in the driver introductions, which is a blast, too. Every yeah. single driver came by and shook hands with us. Yeah. And then uh, and some of them were huge fans, which is a blast. Yeah. I gave business to every driver that walked by. You did. By. A little something-something. Yeah, right? some special. Right. And some of them knew who you were and some didn't. Yeah. But whatever. And then we got to do the famous, the famous start of the race in uniform, on the track. It was on Fox TV. Uh, we did the driver start your engines Drivers, call. start your Engines, yeah, and we were instructed Great. to go all out. Yeah, that full there, energy. There are two things that mean the most at these NASCAR events. It's the national anthem and then the driver start your engine. Right. And if you fuck up, they'll let you know it. Sure. So they said, do, do it like at the top of your lungs as intensely as you can, and we did it. We did it. Now, uh, uh, but also the funny thing was that we got announced on national television. Yeah. And they had to do everyone's names. And I think they got maybe two of the names right they out of all of us. They butchered our names. They butchered the shit out of those names. But amazing. They got Shandra Sekar right, I thought. They did. I think that was the one they worked the hardest on. Yeah. And then they, they actually uh, dropped the ball on the other names. Yeah. So but they, got, they called like Paul Salter. It's Paul Salter. And that was uh, Kevin Hefferman. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't quite close. Yeah, Solhansky, they didn't come close to. But that's okay. Yeah. That's all right. It's all right. It was fun. It was a blast. It was fun. We went and then, you know, we. Uh, and the race started. The oh, race. and then we did the pace car. We did the pace car. We did two laps going really fast. Yeah, going around the, the track, leading the, uh, leading the... You'd look back and all the cars are behind you. It's fucking unbelievable. It's so great. And, um, and then the race started, and it was... I mean, it was honestly the loudest fucking thing I've ever... It's so loud. It was so loud. Even with the earplugs, and it's so loud. Yeah, and we were, but we were down there in the pits. Yeah. And yep. so like, we, were, we were right next to the racetrack. Yeah. And, uh, Which was a, f- a blast. Yeah, it's just cool. Uh, you know, they the really, we want to thank everyone at NASCAR for that. And also Hooters was there. We did some stuff with Hooters. We did. That was fun, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, and so then the next day. There was a Chase Elliott car. Yep. Yeah, the next day, yeah, Hooters sponsors Chase Elliott. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, which is funny because now that I'm aware of all the stuff, like, I see Ch- Chase Elliott Hooters ads all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and it's just Chase so Elliott funny. with, like, a plate of wings and Hooters, like, four, two and two on he's each side. He's such a good guy. He's such a good guy, too. He, he's a great guy. Uh, so that was great. Yeah. And then the next day. We had the first screening. Yeah. The first time we ever showed the finished product to a theater in L.A. Yeah. And it was an Indiegogo screening for the Indiegogo backers, and we had about 300 people yeah. at the screening in Los Angeles in Century City. Before, before we get to that, yeah. we had a huge day. Oh, yeah, right. We had to shoot all of our promos. That Monday. We shot all these promotional videos. So yeah. it's like we shot stuff for FX. We shot... Our Hooters, our Hooters uh, stuff. ad, because right. Hooters is like they're doing snozberry sauce and and the Saint Anki beer. I know that's so funny for uh, for April. They're doing like a national promotional thing where they're making snozberry sauce, yeah, and Saint Anki beer. So we were there. We had, there were four Hooters girls, and and it's like I, I filmed some of the stuff. It's just hysterical, like. Jay and Stolhansky eating like, mmm, that's delicious uh, snozberry sauce on these wings. And we did, uh, we did L.A. Kings. We did some L.A. Kings, LA Kings. Uh, things. And uh, we did Lyft. Uh, we did a bunch of different we, things. We did Lyft. We did Turo. We did Arby's. My, I, I have a great thing of you, like Arby's, leader of cola, like over and over again, take after take. Yeah. Hey, Kev, you're in a national commercial, and they got you cheap. <laughs> they got me very cheap. They got you free. All they had to do is put my uniform on me, and they got me. That's right. Uh, um, that was hysterical. And then, yes, yeah, so then we, uh, we went to our first screening. All right, were you nervous? This first time your wife saw it? First time most of your friends saw it? You know what? I have to say I wasn't nervous. Yeah. And, and the reason is because I know that the movie's good. Right. I, I was at that, the test screening of the rough cut last March. Yeah. When, uh, you know, now a rough cut, for people who don't know, a rough cut 
never tests as well as the final product. Yeah, because like, the sound's not done, the music's not done, the credits aren't, all the things. The special effects aren't done. Yeah, and so, you know, and there's still editing, edits you're going to make. And so, like, when you finish your, your film, your test score will still go up even five, six, seven, maybe ten points. Yeah. And we got a 90 on that one. And so, like, uh, and just watching the movie, I knew it's good. Yeah, and and uh, and so I wasn't nervous to show. I was excited. Yeah, to show it. To well, because of anticipation, like finally we're showing the goddamn thing. Yeah, like my wife's been hearing about it for ten years. Yeah, you know what I mean. She never saw the thing. She never saw anything. You know? Yeah, and so she said, I sat next to her, and it was one of those deals where I think a lot of people and the true crew will feel the same way. And I know we've talked to people in the screenings that said the same thing, but they watch it and they're nervous. Yeah, because they don't want it to suck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they so don't want it to suck, and it doesn't suck. And when they start to realize that, they start to relax a little bit. But I think they miss the excitement of, of enjoying all the jokes because they're, they're t- there's a tension in their bodies. Yeah, it, you know what and I mean? it's funny because accompanying them with that feeling of relief, what I've heard from a lot of people afterwards is that you know they say, I have to go back and watch it a second time because the first 10, 15 minutes... I was I was so balled up with tension, yeah, and uh, I wasn't watching the movie properly because like I was just worried for you guys and not relaxed and not enjoying myself. And right. then I realized after a moment that it, that it was good. That so, was okay, um, <laughs> which is a funny thing. Which, and, and you know, and by the way, that we've we've gotten that from at the test the focus group in that test screening last March. So they said the same thing. Like I just didn't want it to suck, and I was nervous <laughs> right. it was to suck. And you know, thank God it, it doesn't. And so. Yeah. Uh, you know that was fun. Also, you know, like the, the the screenings and the premiere are all Indiegogo related type things. Yeah, and so, um, you know that this screening was the one where we also got to invite our family and our you know our college friends and our yep. high school friends and yep. and so it was like it was just a really fun night for us. Yeah, and uh, and we also, did chug with the Indiegogo. We did some chugging with the Indiegogo backers. Yeah. So at every screening, there's a there's a few people who've bought a special package where they get to chug beers against us or with us. <laughs> And uh, that was the first time. I think one of those guys vomited in the bathroom of the bar. He did. He did, I think. Uh, and, uh, you know. He also, they, they weren't great chuggers. No. Like, I think they were talking a good game. Yeah. And then we line chugged against them. Yeah. And we blew them out. Yeah. I went first. Jay went second. You went third. Yeah. Jay was done with his before the first guy finished his. Yeah. And you politely slash. Cockily, tauntingly, but gentlemanly, but tauntingly, yeah. sat there and held your beer, and you didn't chug it. You waited. I waited. I let him catch up a little bit. Yeah. Then I killed him. And then the second guy was going, you're like, ah, fuck it, and you just pounded it. But I'll say this, though. We have run into some, some pretty damn good chuggers over the last couple of days. I mean, yeah. you know, some people talk a good game and then don't deliver, but we've had some people who have delivered. Last night in, in Minneapolis, uh, the dude who was dressed up as Foster, he, like Foster right. and Ursula came. Right. Uh, he was at the bar. Late night, and he uh, cosplay. He cosplay. They're cosplayers. Yeah. yeah, he destroyed me. Really? Yeah, he opened his throat. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he he would have taken you too. Some people are good, man. Yeah, he, somebody good. got you. Uh, somebody killed me at that uh, uh, Gordo's. Gordo's. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Okay. okay. So so L A was awesome. So then from LA, there we went right. to San Francisco. We had a little we had a little party that night. A little couple beers to our friends yeah. or whatever. But flew then, up flew up to San Francisco. Then it was time. The next day. Time to hit the road. Which is fun because then all of, we all get together. We're all like in a van. What do they call those things? A sprinter van. Sprinter vans. They've been having in every city for us. Yeah, because they used to try to get like SUVs to fit us, but there's like so many of us, and then you have other people with you, like PR people and whatever. And so. sometimes your friends join you. To sprinter come vans. Sprinter vans. I love these. Which I, which sprinter I like. Vans. They're good. I they're love fun. these sprinter. Like little party vans. vans. That's what they are. With you know, I mean, they're <laughs> awesome. I love them. And so. Yeah, to describe to people, it's like there's four or five rows yeah. of, of seats, and, and you know we pile in, and the PR people from each local market uh, come in with it. They're all high, just, they're all 
affiliates of Fox Searchlight. And then we go do our uh, various. We we got to there and we went right to our buddy Damon Bruce. Yep. Um, uh, who does sports radio in San Francisco? And uh, was it ninety five seven? The game is that what he's on? Mm-hmm. And so we went there and we did that, and um, it was good to see him again. And then he came to the screening. Yeah. Um, but it was fun just to go up there and do radio with guys you know and uh, yeah. no name Mike Nelson no name on, on was well, it K Fog uh, or whatever. And one of the one of the, the best parts about going on the road too. Again, we're meeting a ton of Indiegogo backers because that's what these screenings are. But mm-hmm. also you get to see friends that you you don't see at all. Yeah. Uh, unless you happen to be in their city because you know people aren't coming to L A to visit us. Right. And uh, so you know, like I ran into. At, in San Francisco, like an old, dear friend of mine, like an ex-girlfriend and, and current friend sure. from my boarding school in, in Colorado came to, uh, with her husband to the yeah. San Francisco show. And it was just so good to see her. Sure. You know, yeah. like, it's, like these are people... And good that the movie didn't suck. <laughs> well, that's the nice thing about it is, like, is going on the road, you, you know you're walking in there with confidence. That, yeah. like, and, you, and you know that everybody's nervous. I, I, I actually, I would say I was probably a little more nervous for San Francisco than, the, uh, than L.A., just because there, it was kind of outside the industry people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I had a funny thing where I... I uh, so my, my brother-in-law came with his family and his two sons and, and, yeah. uh, and my sister-in-law. and um, They were coming. I knew they were coming. And so we walked in to the theater. If you, I don't know if you remember, San Francisco was like a stadium seating. Yeah. And we walked in and I'm looking. I can't... I'm looking. I can't see him. I can't see him anywhere. I'm like, what are the... I guess they're not here. I guess they didn't make it. Yeah. And... Uh, and uh, the screening started, walked out, came back to do the Q&A afterwards, and they're sitting in the front row. <laughs> and I walked up and was like, did you come in like, after the movie started? And they said, no. I said, were you sitting right here when the movie started? And they said, yeah. And I said, I was looking right past you. They're like, we know. We were waving to you. Uh, yeah. And I, I, was like, Are you I was like, I must have been so like, nervous to see who was there and how it was going to go. I didn't even look. They were sitting right in front of me. Yeah. And I didn't even see them. No, I, I, well, that's, and, uh, you know, and the opposite of that, I, I walked out and I, like I looked around the crowd and immediately saw this girl that I went to, to high school. And did with. you know she was coming or no? No, I had no idea. Oh. I had no idea. How did she? Was she an Indiegogo backer? Yeah, and oh. that's that's the thing. That's it's great. Like, find, that's how you find out that these people gave. Uh, and after I was like, oh my god, you contributed. She's like, of course. You didn't have to do that. I want you to succeed. Right. She, she was like, I came to see you tape your special in San Francisco too. She did. She did. And she didn't say hi to you. She didn't. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But uh, but but she explained because that, that's what I said to her. She was like, "No, we had a, you know they have kids. They've got like four kids." She's okay. like, "We had to duck out immediately. Like the show took a while to get started. Sure. In. It was longer than we thought it was going to sure. be, and funnier than we thought it was going to be." Yeah, and uh, <laughs> but no, it's it's and, and that's the thing too is like I've seen a lot of faces that I didn't know were going to be at these screenings that people we know, and it's touching because it's like you can contr- you like gave that much of your money. Yeah, to that's why I said my brother in law and his family they did they did that too. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't even know. Yeah. They're like, we'll be there. And I was like, oh, I'll put you on the list. Like, no, we're already on the list. That's what I, I have found myself to be highly emotional. <laughs> like, like, Did you cry? No, but it's like every time, like sometimes I think about it or like, I, you know, I go into my, my, you know, I start talking about it, like the connection with the fans. It's like, and I can feel the emotion welling up in me <laughs> and I'm fighting it because I'm like, if sure. I don't get this under control quickly, I'm going to cry. Mm-hmm. Um, San, San Francisco, the thing that I was nervous about San Francisco is because San Francisco is one of those. It's a critical city. Like yeah. these are people who are, you know, they're smart, intelligent people. They're yeah. artsy, and there's a history sure. of art there. And I, I actually, I found them to be a good rowdy crowd. They were good, and they were into it. So that was that was a relief. Yeah. Um, uh, and so we did radio the next day, and then we headed up Seattle. Yeah. And um, and then uh, they started doing these like stunt events, which are kind of funny. Yeah. And it, the funny thing now is. Uh, 
a lot of stun events, and I guess it's part of it is the culture uh, of the fact that we're releasing on 420. Yeah. But it's a lot of like weed events now. And yeah. in Washington State, weed is legal. Uh, and so, you know, immediately we were sent to some event. The event was, it was a, um, it was sponsored by Dope Magazine, which yep. you and I are the cover board. Right. <laughs> and, uh, which was funny because they had, you know, I had, you, you had read, read the itinerary. I hadn't read it closely. I didn't know it was going to be a dope event. Right. And so we walked in there. And but what it was is it was a woman, a chef who uh, who does cannabis, and cooking. I guess a very established chef yeah. in Seattle. I yeah. guess a kind of a well-known chef. Yeah. Yeah, and she and she was going to do cannabis cooking, so like taking regular products, putting cannabis into it, and whatever you know. So it's like we did what chicken and waffles. I think it was chicken and chicken waffles, waffles, right? Which were goddamn delicious. Yeah, but the funny thing was that we, uh, not to you know, say we're nerds or anything, but we. Had to go do Q and A and other events that night, so we were not. We decided not to partake in that in the stuff because we had to, you know, had things to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there wasn't party time. For but us. there's also, you know, yeah. There's a reality too, which is like, I mean, we got off the plane and we went right there to that thing. That's right. And we weren't. We didn't know what we were doing. I had no idea what we were walking into. And we walked into, and it was in like a nice loft, and and there were stacks of the magazines with our covers on them. I was right. like, oh, I, I kind of wish I had known about that going in because it was like. Oh fuck! Now I have to be a cover boy. So and, and uh, you know at these candidates, and that's what people say to you too. Hey, the cover boys are here. Yeah. And go, okay. And then uh, then everyone you know wants to smoke with you, and then and they want to film it. And sure. And we're like, we don't. We're not. We got, got things to, to do, so we're not. Yeah. Partaking. And I know some. And they're like, oh come on, just do it high. Yeah. I know some people are good about that, but I don't like to be high in front of not a full of people. Not interested. In that. And um, anyway, so uh, but it was it was still fun. The food was the delicious. The chef was super nice and very talented, and she yeah. made she made a bunch of non cannabis stuff, yeah. uh, also so that we wouldn't get fucked up. And uh, who breaded that. the chicken? Lemmy breaded the chicken. Who breaded that chicken? Lemmy breaded the chicken. That those wings and were it was delish. delish. It was all delish. Those wings were delicious. Yeah, the wings were so good. And the waffles were fantastic. The syrup. Um, Stolhansky made the syrup, and it was delicious. It was good. It was um, really good. But those were one of those funny events that you end up doing. And then we went to the screening, and then had another great screening in Seattle. Yeah, a lot of good friends there. A lot of good friends. Uh, we went out to a, uh, a lot of Indiegogo backers, and then we went to what Kate's Pub. Uh, which is a friend of ours, uh, Allison Clapp, who was in the movie Puddle Cruiser and also right. the Slam and Salmon. Allison Bauer. Allison Bauer. Yeah. Uh, she's in Puddle Cruiser and uh, and Slam and Salmon. Yep. And, and uh, an original Broken Lizard member That's in New right. York City. Yep. And, Took uh, us to a sort of local bar. Yeah, and, and they were doing karaoke there, and every singer there was phenomenal. They were like, um, they were professional level singers. Yeah, doing karaoke. If you close your eyes, like, which is kind of annoying. I feel like. Well, because karaoke should be about like coming up and <laughs> sucking shit, right? And, and those people were trying to show you how good they were. Yeah, but they were really good. They were very good. They were really good and They're nice too. End. I met a bunch of them. They were really nice. super nice. Um, um, and then we zipped out of Seattle and went down to Phoenix. Yeah. And we went straight to straight to a Diamondbacks game. Throwing the, throwing out the first pitch, Diamondbacks uh, against the White Sox. Against the White Sox, right? And so uh, we went right to the complex. It was it's like was one of the last preseason games, I think, right? Yeah. And so we went over to the complex and got in a uniform, mm-hmm. and then walked out on the field. And uh, it was be- it was a, it was such a like a like walking out onto a beautiful summer night onto the ball field. It was such a gorgeous night. And uh, and we all uh, lined up through the first pitch. Now, now, you know, sometimes when we do it, they'll pick one guy or whatever. This time they did the thing which is we've done before, where they have five guys throw to five players. They line five players up, put us all five. We all get to throw the first pitch yeah. up. And you and I have discussed first pitches in the past. We have. Uh, and so who? 
who shit the bed this time? Well, you know, if you were paying attention earlier in the podcast, we're talking about somebody who brags about his athleticism. Right. Uh, the brown clown put it in the dirt. The guy who's falling down on the ice right now in Chicago uh, Blackhawks. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, he's also going to throw out the first pitch at Wrigley Field. Yeah, right, in April. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we all are. I think we all are doing Yeah, it. I don't know how it's going to work, but when we're, we come back here for another screening. Yeah. And we're going to go throw the first pitch out. But if he, if he puts one in the dirt at Wrigley Field, oh, the boy, they're going to cream him. Uh, but five across, I think uh, mine was mine was a very good pitch. Yeah, mine was, uh, mine was good. I employed some strategy on this one. What was this? What? So, like, they brought out the five guys. I don't know if you noticed this, but I picked the tallest, lankiest player. Okay. He, he was probably like a 6'6 guy. Okay. And the reason for that, I was like, that, that affords me some room to be a little wild if, I, you know, right, sure. if I'm not accurate. Sure. Uh, yeah, I threw high and tight, so, you know, it was good. And then uh, Solhansky threw way high. Yeah. Jay bounced it. I'm not, I'm not sure how Soder did. What did he do? I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. You can find footage of that, too. If you, if you search, you, it's out there. Yeah. A little, little, little viral video. But that was great. And, and the, thing, the thing that bummed me out about that was that we couldn't stay. Because, I mean, yeah. we had to come to the screening. We went to the screening. It would have been fun to stay there and watch the game. Yeah. The, the other thing that was really cool is Soda brought his kid, uh, who's yep. like a, a really good baseball player, yep. like a, a little leaguer. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for like seeing the excitement in little leaguer's eyes, when they, you know, meet professional ball players. Sure, yeah. And the manager of the, the Diamondbacks came running up to us, and he's like, I'm a huge fan. Yeah, great. Which is just, it's so surreal when that yeah. stuff is happening. Yeah, yeah. And then I found out that our kids went to the same school in California. Like yeah. Fucking well, and then that Sunday, I was at a, at a, a birthday party for one of my kids. Yeah. My, my three-year-old, my four-year-old kid. It's his birthday today. Okay, happy birthday. Happy birthday. I'm on the road. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I met a woman there who was like, oh, yeah, my husband, uh, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's one that works with the Diamondbacks, you know, coach that. I was like, oh, yeah, I was just I threw out the first pitch. And apparently they all, all these people went to high school together, but she was like, oh, do you know, you know. Victoria Laval, yeah. Okay, so uh, uh, they all grew up together. And yeah. I was like, I, I just met that. I, I always, and, like, I went digging, I forgot the photo that we had with them and, uh, and showed it to her. So great. Small world. Um, but, yeah, I had a great screening in Phoenix. Another great screening, drunk in screening. Yeah, Phoenix was a drunk. Everyone had the mustaches on in Phoenix, right? That was the mustache. That was when everyone had the mustaches. That on. was the first. Yeah, we were at the what is the, the the Harkins theaters. Yeah, and they gave everybody mustaches. Yeah, great. And the whole crowd. And and there's I, I posted a photo on Instagram and, and Twitter. Everybody's got mustaches. Women have mustaches. Little kids yeah. have mustaches. It's just like it's totally wonky, <laughs> so fun and, and hilarious. Um, uh, and then we did press again the next day, and then uh, we went home. We took the weekend off. Yep. Got caught up on all the shit that needed to be catch it, caught up on. Yeah, you know it's funny though. It's like. You know, like we, we we're doing chugs at all of these events. Yeah, and then we're in bars, and often we stay out late, and then we're you know we wake up really early for press. Yeah, you know, I was at the airport on Friday, getting ready to fly back to LAX, and my wife texts me, she's like, you know, I got, I got the babysitter. Let's go out tonight, have some dinner, and a date. I was like, no, I don't want. I just want to stay home. Yeah, but so we went out. Sure, okay. good time. And you had dinner and a date. You know what I'm saying? You had you chugged with her. You know what I'm saying? You I, chugged her under the table. Yeah. Now she fucking chugged you under the table. She slipped my throat. So then. Uh, on Monday, yeah. the next week, yeah, we flew to a great city, Austin. Always Texas. a pleasure to go to Austin, Texas. God, yeah. This is the sad thing about these things is that we're spending no time in these cities, which is unfortunate. It's like a whirlwind thing. Yeah, you want to be able to hang out there longer. We couldn't hang out. Yeah, there I mean, a number. Uh, literally, we have. We're not complaining. We're no, just, no. We're just expressing. You know, these cities are great cities. You know, and it's great to see the people there. So, but a lot of times you, we're getting off the plane and going right to the, an event, and then the screening, and then. Yeah. We go out afterwards. You go. We then you check into the hotel, and then you wake up five hours later, and Do you have to bring your bag onto the Sprinter van. Yeah, and uh, go to press. Go to the airport. We the fun event there was this. Um, 
uh, kind of a, it was a meet and greet, I guess. It was at Gordo's. Gordo's, right? Is that the name of it? Gordo's, yeah. G-O-U-R-D-O-U-G-S. It's a donut. And it's like a donut restaurant where they have like decadent like sandwiches on don't on these donuts they make i i had a sandwich called the breast lift it was okay. a chicken breast but it's on like it's on a donut and now when i say this i'm probably doing i'm, I'm probably making it seem the connotation might be that it's not quality and i, I don't even know why i'm saying this but like it's the way that cooked donut around it's like a chalupa shell it's kinda. it was a chalupa shell yeah it's like uh and i think chalupas are fucking delicious i do too so i you know i don't want to make it sound like it's a taco bell no no i mean this place was fucking unbelievable like it was a heart attack on that plate oh well that and, I, I, I and they made don't they, they made gigantic super troopers donuts with sunglasses on them and, yeah uh the sandwich i had was decadent it was i had a, I had a cubano on a donut. Yeah. So it was like cheese and pork and ham and, yeah, and they, pickle. And they also made a sandwich called the Fat Farva. The Fat Farva was which, their specialty sandwich. That's a heart attack. That I saw a bunch of people having the Fat Farva. Yeah. Right? It was like a burger with a, wasn't it? It was like there was like thick onion rings and on like it. Like an egg on like it or something? Yeah, I can't remember I mean, it was what it like was. A, I, I, the, if you go to my Instagram page, Steve underscore Lemmy, yeah. you can see a photo of Kevin holding this thing. <laughs> it, it is. But you know what? Yeah. My breast of sandwich was delicious. It was delicious. Like if, I, if, I, if we go back to Austin again, I would go there in a fucking heartbeat. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's not good for me, but I would go there in a fucking heartbeat because it had everything that I would have. I yeah. would like. Yeah. But you so, know what I mean? But it was a fun was, place. It was whatever. This was awesome. You know, this is one of the ones. This was the first, like, uh, all the other ones we did, like going to a Diamondbacks game, of course there are going to be a lot of people there. Yeah. This is the first one. Like, we didn't, re- we, I remember we were all looking at it kind of dubious. We're like, we're going to a donut shop to hand out yeah. donuts. That's what it said. Yeah. And they they really under undersold it to totally. us totally because we got there and the but line I think was, they were surprised at at the turnout yeah and, and but even when they were saying that it's like oh we we hear the lines around the block we're like yeah. okay and we got there and the line was around the block yeah there were hundreds of people there. yeah <laughs> I mean the line was all around the block yeah and um and they handed out you know free posters to everybody and I think people got like the first you know, fifty people got free free donuts and yeah uh but we spent. An hour or two there, just taking pictures with everybody, and yeah, uh, chug. I chugged a beer with a guy. That was the guy. Like some guy set me up. That son of a bitch. Oh, did he like play? Like he yeah, sucked? he's like, let's go. Come on, let's chug a beer. And it's like it's, it had just turned noon. You know, the mm-hmm. clock had just struck noon. Sure. And I was like, all right. And it was cold in a in a in like a pint glass. Yeah. And then he smoked me. Yeah. He smoked me in front of all those people. Yeah. Uh, it was. Uh, that was one of the ones where, for the first time, I really felt like, I mean, look, we, we, you know, we've always had the question of, are the fans still out there? And the Indiegogo campaign started, and we're like, yes, they are out there. This is the first time where it was like, holy shit, all these people just showed up for this thing? Like, yeah. this is amazing. Okay. Yeah. Like, our movie could do okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all the people are in costumes and sunglasses. They got a lot of fake mustaches there. They br- everyone, like, brought their own DVDs. And, yeah. Things to sign. It's, uh, it, it was Really cool. great. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we had the screening that night, a very rowdy screening. Always. Austin's always a rowdy screening. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you this. I think next night's screening yeah. in Atlanta. We went to Atlanta the next yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that was uh, so far the drunkest that screening that we had That was definitely a super so drunk. Like, well, I think that was, I guess a couple of theaters have been that way. That was one of those theaters where they have like booze and beer in the theater. Yeah. And people were drinking. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Before the screening started, people were. Yes. Yeah, they were pretty hammered. Yeah, and, uh, yelling shit and in a good way. You know, yeah, in a good way. way. And then afterwards at the Q and A, it was that was the first one where like nobody was raising their hand; they would just shout out questions, and we were <laughs> right. giving them shit for it. Like usually we like to do this a little more civilized. 
you raise your hand and we pick on you, and then the next person just shouted out their next yeah, question. It lasted for a second. Yeah. De- decorum was established for one second. Yeah. And then uh, some, something happened. It was, uh, there was a, uh, we had an Arby's truck. <laughs> That's right. Which is a funny, like, you see that in the thing, and you're like, what the heck's that all about? Like, yeah. they say, Arby's, uh, there will be an Arby's truck outside the theater handing out free Arby's to all the people who go to the screening. Yeah. And you're like, okay. And then what we found out was that you'd never had Arby's before. Right. Is that right? Yeah, growing up in New York City, we just didn't do Arby's. We had Burger King McDonald's. And you made the dumb, uh, you made a point of making the dumb statement that you would never have Arby's. Right. Which immediately we knew was not going to happen because you would eat Arby's out of that <laughs> truck. That night. Yeah. And, uh, and we finished the screening. We took pictures of people and the truck was out there. And then we went on the truck and we served Arby's to people off the truck. Yeah. What do you need? Beef and cheddar? What do you need? Brisket? You yeah. some curly fries with that? Yeah, you want How some about more, some special sauce? You want some Arby's sauce? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we went on the truck, and they're, they're like head chef, Chef Mike was yeah, there's there. a chef. His name's Chef Mike. Yeah. Great guy. A dashing gentleman. He was, and he knew his shit, man. Yeah, and, and uh, he said, now who's the one who hasn't had Arby's? <laughs> and I was like, it's me. And he's like, I'm making you your sandwich personally. Mm-hmm. I'm making it. And he made it, and I'm going to tell you this. It was... Fucking delicious. Did you have the brisket or the beef and cheddar? I had the brisket. Was it, it, was it really good? It was delicious. Oh my god! It was so good. Like, uh, and I'm, 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 like that Arby sauce that they put on that. I mean, th- it was delicious. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you know because they're like uh, partners with us on, on this <laughs> film. It was legitimately like, okay, you guys got me. You, right. You saw me. Arby's is here. Right. They got you, man. Start having some Arby's. I didn't have any Arby's. You know that. On that truck, I they didn't, didn't have, have one like sliver. I, I, I wanted to, but like we went to that place for dinner, and I had a big burger there, yeah. And I, I couldn't put more meat into my face, yeah. So I held off on it, yeah. Now, now, but okay. So now going back to the like, there was some like there was a dude with a mustache which was dyed green, yeah. There were people like there was during the Q&A, There was like a wine bottle that like clanked and rolled all the way down <laughs> in the front, like. It was also amazing, that and we found this at these, several of these screenings about the people, how far they travel to come. Like, I was talking to a couple who drove like eight hours from Florida to yeah. come to the Atlanta screening. We were in Minneapolis last night. A couple, oh, some folks drove eight hours down from Winnipeg yeah. to come to the screening. Yeah. Very flattering. Yeah, very. Super flattering. Awesome. Uh, so then after Atlanta, we went out and we, got, uh, we went to a bar yeah. after that screening. And uh, we're hanging out in this kind of relatively empty bar because it was like a Tuesday night. Have a good time. Have some drinks. And then found out there's karaoke in the basement. Not only karaoke, but it was live band karaoke. Yeah. So it wasn't like you're playing to some, you know, jukebox. Yeah. There's a band that you're fronting, and you pick the song, and you do the song. Yeah. And you jumped up there, didn't you? I did. I did. I, I, um, I decided I was going to do Every Rose Has a Thorn. Sure, um, a very important song to me. Uh, and me. The Death of Landfill song. Yeah, I, I eulogize you to that song. <laughs> That's right. That's I, right. Said, uh, I said some final in some parting words, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw him uh, shit out an entire plum. A fart yeah. of plum. I was plum surprised. I was plum surprised. Um, yeah, I did that. And uh, I mean, that's the first time I've ever like, been in front of a, a real rock band like that. And it, sure. And it was fronting a band. It was sweet. Well, I'll tell you what, Lemmy. And I, you know what? I... I filmed it, yeah, and I'm going to put it up somewhere. Okay, I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to put it up there. Yeah, and uh, you rocked it hard, bro. I rocked it. I mean, the funny part was uh, uh, we were, before we went down there, we were upstairs, and Chandler Sarah got wasted. Chandler Sarah was so wasted <laughs> that he was like, "I got to get out of here. I'm out of here." Yeah. And we're like, "All right, we're going to hang out a little bit longer." And he's like, "All right, I'm going to get an Uber. I'm going to get the fuck out of here." Yeah, I was like, okay. So I, he stumbles out of the bar. Yeah, 
And after he leaves, we're like, oh, let's go down and check out this karaoke thing. And we walk down, and you were about two or three songs away. We yeah. see your name up there. Steve's coming up. All right. So you get up there, you start doing your thing, you're rocking it. The crowd's singing with you. There's yeah. like, there's like groupie women in the front mm-hmm. cheering and yeah. whatever, and Soder's giddy, and you know it's all going on. And uh, I turn around, and Chandler Singer's standing behind me, yeah, with a big shitting grin on his face. <laughs> and I'm like, "What are you doing?" He goes, "I never thought I would walk in to see this." Yeah. And he had gotten so drunk and wandered off, and then didn't know where he was, and then came back into the bar 20 minutes later, and then walked downstairs to see you leading a band yeah. in the basement. <laughs> and I think it was one of those surreal moments where he just freaked out. Yeah, no, he, he talked about it the next day, too. He was like, it was honestly like the last thing I expected to see. <laughs> and he's like, all this is going yeah, it's on. It's like we talked about the homeless guy who sees the spaceship or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like that. He looks at the empty, the, the bo- bottle of booze in his hand and, like, you know, throws it out. <laughs> right. Now like, I've seen everything. Uh, and the other thing that you were talking about, how Soder was giddy, like, Every now and then Soder gets giddy, but like he was, I came off the stage and he, he had like hearts in his eyes. For me. Sure, he was sure. like, "Oh my god, that was awesome!" Well, the, it was so good though that that's the problem is that he was down there first, and I think he was planning to do, uh, you know, a song. Yeah, and then you got up there and you did it, and then I think he felt like he couldn't go up there. Because yeah, tough act to follow. Yeah, he didn't want to go up, but, <laughs> but you know who went up like a couple after me? I yeah. actually thought everybody that went up was really good. Yeah, there was a girl, yeah, a really hot girl, and her name was Mac. Oh, that's right. Right, yeah. right, right. And she sang uh, Stacy's like mom. Dixie. Oh no, Stacy's mom. No, no. Our friend Monica did that. Dixie's chicks. Yeah, yeah. Stacy's mom. That girl did Stacy's mom. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a fun night. That, that was, was great. Fun. That was great. And then we got out of there, and uh, and then the next day we went to Minnesota. Minneapolis. We flew to Minneapolis, the uh, home of Eric Stolhansky. Yeah, it was a homecoming, when, and that's when things got really crazy. <laughs> <laughs> did it? I guess it did. Because then we went to another one of these events, and it was um, basically Eric and Jay went off to do something, and then uh, some other event, and then you and Paul and I were going to go do this meet and greet at a brewery. The Bauhaus Brew Pub. That's right. And and so we got there, and again, it was one of these situations where we weren't really sure we were walking into. We had heard they were going to show Beer Fest at this brewery, and they had made it a Facebook event. And uh, they were expecting, you know, some people to show up or whatever. And we got there, and they were like three times the capacity. I don't know. It had to be like a 1,000 people. Yeah. Like I mean, we we got there, and, like, the, the bar was full and had spilled out into the courtyard. And we were up, first we were up on an upper deck. We looked down, and people started cheering and chanting, USA, USA, right. USA. Right. And then we went down to, the, to do the actual meet and greet. And they, the way they arranged it was that we were in a corner. Yeah. And so now everybody, like how what, if a thousand people could have been, were jammed like and aimed towards this thing, and there was no organization. It was not a line. Right. It was a free for all. It was a fucking free for all. And like, there was one guy who, like, we were behind a table. Right. And then you could come and you could come behind the table and take the picture with us. And yep. there was a guy, like a security guard, who took the pictures, try to expedite the process. Right. Originally, they wanted it to be a pregnant woman. There's a pregnant woman. They're like, no, she's perfect for the job. She's brassy. Yeah. She can come in here and do it. It'd be great. about to give birth that day. Like, she was yeah. like, yeah, I've scheduled my C-section She for may have gone and given birth for all yeah. we know. But, like, I'm glad she wasn't there because this guy kept getting crushed and pushed oh, and yeah. jostled. Yeah. And beers were getting spilled. Yeah, fights breaking out. Yeah, and so we did that for, what, like an hour? Right. And then Until we could do it no longer. And they had to get us out of there to go to the screening. Sure. But it was like because like a lot of people still hadn't gotten their picture or you know or a poster sign or something like that. Like we had to make an escape. Yeah, I got separated from you. It guys. was like help. It was like you know 
Yeah, running out a of hard a day's yeah. night. A hard day's night. That's what I'm thinking of. Hard day's night. Yeah, we ran out of there. I got separated from you guys. Somebody like stopped, I stopped taking one picture, and then I looked, and you guys were gone. Right. And I didn't know which direction you had gone, and and I actually started to get scared because then somebody started tugging on my jacket. Your favorite Carhartt jacket? My Carhartt jacket. Well, it, it, and it's you know it's tough, so it didn't it didn't uh, rip or anything like that. But it was. Uh, I think it was like. There was like a female state trooper who started like ripping right. my jacket off. Who was really drunk. She was hammered. Yeah. And, uh, and I ran. And she's, uh, yeah. And, and jumped in the car. And right. you, and then she caught up and caught you she outside the car. Right. And then she wanted to talk to Officer Mack. And I kind of, I, w- I wondered how, what it would take to get you out of the back of that SUV to come out and take a picture with I her. I didn't want to get out. But you. But then I started to come out, and then, but then, then she tried to yank the door open on right, my side. Right, and the security guys got. They, they kicked her ass. Sure. They were like, no, man, do not touch the car. Do sure. not touch the car, and they whisked her sure. away. And now she's suing you. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just kidding. We have some guests here. Hey, look who just walked in. Paul Soder and Eric Stolhansky. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Uh, uh, yeah, here's the, the thing about last night was um, y- y- that kind of scene we have seen in movies and whatnot. We talked about A Hard Day's Night, and, and it also made me think of the opening of uh, Austin Powers. And as a movie watcher and a guy who wanted to always be like a, in a rock and roll band, I would see those scenes and be like, oh, man, can you imagine what could be cooler than having people running after you and ripping at you and... And, and there was like five minutes, ten minutes, maybe 15 minutes of feeling that in a positive way last night. And then from that point on, it was like, oh, my God, this is, this is not good. It's dangerous. It feels weird. You, so people were starting to get in, in little fights in the crowd because there was no system. And so people were elbowing each other out of the way and getting into it. And it, it, it was like... It took all of the all of the sort of romance out of this scene that I have always wanted. He says as his cinnamon covered pretzel balls are delivered are delivered. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a weird like it was an emotionally weird night last night because I mean don't don't you think we've never had anything that has compared to that. That intensity, in that chaos. I felt like we had it in Milwaukee where we had to be yanked out of the back. We're losing our senses. What about this? What about like um, the Chicago um, Fire. beer fest? Like when, remember when we were doing the Chicago beer fest, the Pong tournament or whatever, and they sent you downstairs to yes, go yes, with yes. those people down there? I felt that was a little bit like that, don't you? Um, but that's because, you know, in this case, like there was so much booze involved. Like a lot of those people weren't seeing straight. And like. It is, you know, I said there was a very Viking feeling about it. Like, there's thing when there are that many people that are that drunk on high alcohol beer and they want something and they're not getting it. Like, there's like, there's a volatile feeling in the room and there's something very volatile as we were hustling out of there. We were in Milwaukee and uh, it's, it was a glass bicycle pump. Some guy had this glass bicycle pump and he'd go and he'd fill it up, like put it into a pitcher. You basically pull all the beer out of the pitcher and it'd be in this glass bicycle pump. And I looked over and Kevin just turned his head and the guy was like, open up! Kevin, like, just not even thinking, opened his mouth and downed, like, a whole pitcher in a shot. Well, cut to, like, the audience is going crazy, crazy, signing stuff. And I look up, and they had Kevin on stage to do a pitcher chug. Yeah. And by this point, like, I had already done a bicycle pump and so much. Like, somebody asked me for an autograph, and I went to go sign a poster. And I realized that I wasn't actually signing the poster. Like, my pen was, like, six inches off. Yeah. 
and I was losing sense, like my senses of hearing and sight and smell were going. Yeah. And I just looked up in this like circle. I could see Heffernan on stage, and like we have to save him. I felt that way. I remember we at, at that uh, the DC uh, screening of Beer Fest that we did. It's when there's no lines, there's no ropes, there's no security, Zero. and we were you're surrounded by people who are like they're tapping you on the back and like they're shoving stuff in your face and like you know it's just like it's it's animal. Trying to rip your mustache off. Yeah. They were polite, weren't they? Oh, wait, that was no wait, that was Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. So much for Minnesota nice. Yeah, no, no, there's there's bad Minnesota. The nice events, and you, you, as a Minnesota native, sent us to the animal events. That's what you did on purpose, right? Yeah. Oh, it, if you and Jay had walked into that, I mean, it would have kicked the whole thing up another couple of levels. It would have been terrible. And there's only a thin table protecting you at that point. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. All right. You guys. Good talking, guys. Good talk. We're going to do a Q&A for our movie. Super we're going to go uh, in the, you know, we told everyone that we're being quiet because the movie's playing next door. We're trying to be very quiet. Did you guys pop your heads in, uh, when you walked in here? Okay. okay. All right, we're going to go, go and do, uh, we're gonna do a Q&A next door. So. All right, Chew Crew. Um, all right, so uh, let's see. Maybe next week we'll, uh, we'll have you guys on, yeah. and we'll talk at length with you guys. We just caught you in the tail end, but... Uh, yeah, we'll get the whole group on. You we'll got get schmutz on your corner of your mouth. You got some, uh, you got some donut, some glaze. Glazed donut on your face. All right, True Crew. All right, guys. We'll catch you next week. I'm gonna uh, have some, uh, thanks, True Crew. I'm going to eat some glazed uh, donut on the way out. Are you going to have a little glazed donut? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll have a little, too. Okay. With a little pretzel bite with a little sauce on it. I'll actually chew it. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's good. It's in there. Mm. Um, all right, True Crew. We'll talk to you next week. Okay.